One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze. Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hello, this is Top Stories, I am Andy Zaltzman, and for today's top story from a previous issue of The Bugle, we're going back to April 2010. I and John Oliver recorded issue 112 of The Bugle, and the hot topic that week, quite literally, was an Icelandic volcano, proof that we are essentially stuck in an endless loop of doom and hellfire. Top Story this week, Volcano News Part (laughs) 2. What a sequel. For for a start, Andy, I'm absolutely amazed that this bugle is even happening. I was sure that you were either going to be covered in ash or that you'd have thrown yourself into the volcano as a human sacrifice (laughs) to appease its fury. That was literally the only two options I could envisage. I did that, John. And the amazing thing is, it worked, and I live to tell the tale. Well, that is amazing (laughs) on every single count involved there. A thousand of travellers are still stuck in airports around the world, presumably living on a diet of expensive bad sandwiches, Cinnabon rolls and smoothies, unless they're in an Italian airport, in which, in which case they'll be eating magnificently. <laughs> what, uh, what's a Cinnabon roll? Cinnabon. Cinnabon? Yeah, it's Cinnabon. It's like a, it's a, it's a cinnamon roll chain right. in airports. Oh, I but see. they right. call it Cinnabon. Right, what's if you'd the watched the film The Love Guru, Andy, <laughs> right, yeah, you'd I've, have seen it prominently. I've got it stored up, John, still. <laughs> I'm just summoning up the carriage. 
I just want to make sure that our friendship is strong enough the to withstand it. The intestinal fortitude <laughs> to know I can handle it. Yeah, it's very wise. Uh, it, it may well be that uh, some buglers are even listening uh, to this still stuck in airports. So, you know, if so, a special hello to you. And I hope you've either bought or successfully shoplifted one of those inflatable neck pillows sometime earlier in the week. <laughs> The volcano almost completely shut down European airspace uh, for the whole of last weekend, costing the airline industry an estimated $1.7 billion. And the airline industry is now apparently seeking compensation from the governments who shut their airports down. <laughs> what? Are they doing that as a joke, Andy? They are aware that a f***ing volcano erupted, aren't they? <laughs> the International Air Transportation Association said airspace was being closed based on theoretical models, not on facts. This industry does not want or need bailouts, but this crisis is not the result of running our businesses badly. Look, this is no one's fault. A f***ing volcano erupted. <laughs> the only thing you can realistically do in this situation is sue the volcano. And if that's going to happen, then the Earth may well want to get itself a good lawyer, because the airlines are going to go in hard. And just behind them will be Indonesia, the city of New Orleans, Bangladesh, Armenia, and many others who've been hurt by the Earth's so-called natural disasters. But what you don't want to happen there is for the Earth to then counter-sue us for humanity squatting without a lease, demanding back rent, and then prosecuting us for criminal damage and theft of natural resources. Actually, do you know what? Come to think of it, we might want to just let this whole volcano thing slide, because we have quite a list of tenancy infractions. <laughs> well, you say no-one's to blame, John, but you would not necessarily know that from the media, John, who've been throwing blame around like a 95-year-old woman who accidentally entered a professional wrestling competition. <laughs> Um, and uh, amongst those blamed, Gordon Brown has been blamed by his political opponents. But, right. you know, I mean, understandably, you know, he's called an election. Yep. Volcano goes off. Yep. Can it just be coincidence? <laughs> Other people have been blaming the Wright brothers uh, right. for dangling the carrot of powered flight before our eyes when they knew full well a single volcano could ground our species <laughs> for good. Uh, the people of Iceland, they've also been blamed because they've had a volcano problem for hundreds, thousands of years, John, and they still haven't really done anything to sort it out. What, like, shoved a cork in it? Yeah. You know, you'd have thought they'd have at least made an effort. Yeah. And, um, uh, Obama's healthcare bill, that was also blamed. Can you guess who blamed, who, who, uh, who uh, said the volcano was a response? Was it Rush Limbaugh, It Andy. was, John! There you go! <laughs> one for one! <laughs> Bit of an odd response, you'd have to say. If that, if, it, if the volcano is a response to the healthcare bill being passed, to temporarily strand mostly non-American people or affect the holiday plans of Americans who are clearly well off enough to fly to Europe and therefore not really the poor who are unjustly benefiting from this bill. Uh, others even have blamed uh, the volcano, indeed volcanoes in general, on homosexuals. <laughs> which, um, which... What is the <laughs> rationale there, Andy? What oh, is the I, link there? I, I'm not a geologist, John. I can't, I can't say one way or the other. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not qualified. <laughs> After all, my brother did a geology degree. Maybe he knows. Yeah. Although he's uh, he's not a homosexual, so um, you know he only knows half of the story. I guess. Yeah, I don't think he's fully qualified maybe to say then. Maybe it's the mining of gold lame that shunts the Earth's magma slightly out of kilter and forces it to volcano out all over the shop. I, I think without an an unforced full confession from a homosexual, then <laughs> I just don't think this stands. Although there was there was another great piece of blame from a Hodjat Olaeslam Kazim Siddiqui the acting Friday prayer leader in Tehran, uh, who blamed non-blanketed women for natural disasters <laughs> such as the volcano, going on to say, many women who do not dress modestly lead young men astray and spread adultery in society, which increases earthquakes. <laughs> what? 
And they, that's you know, a pretty would, vigorous adultery going on. <laughs> that's that's true. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I was technically following his his train of logic until the leap from adultery to earthquakes. I'm not saying I agreed with any of it, but I could see where his mind was going. And now I just can't stop thinking about what the next step in that chain of thought would be. <laughs> Women who do not dress modestly lead young men astray and spread adultery in society, which increases earthquakes, which can shake milk into a thicker substance, giving us the Dairy Queen strawberry cheesequake, which gives us stomachaches, which angers God, who makes tornadoes that transport girls and their dogs to magic kingdoms where they must go with a tin man a lion and a scarecrow to find their way home and that is why women need to cover up thank you Tehran, <laughs> and good night i'm out of here <laughs> it is a shame though that um the volcanoes are not caused by homosexuals if we mm. may make that assumption <laughs> um, <laughs> i think it's a safe assumption to <laughs> because make. it would make it a lot easier to predict when they're going to go off you just have to monitor the build-up of homosexuals and as soon as <laughs> that build-up becomes critical you just evacuate the area until, also, uh, until they've burnt themselves out. I would imagine if volcanoes were controlled by homosexuals, then homosexuals would have used them a lot more in the past under their constant persecution. Any time anyone said something rampantly homophobic, they'd, it would be very tempting to go, I'm just going to f***ing shoot a volcano at you now. <laughs> Chris, who's, who's fault is the volcano? Well, I'm inclined to think it's homosexuals. <laughs> right, there um, we go. I've, I've been reading to a lot of reliable news sources recently... <laughs> Um, it's, yeah, it's good to get it from, uh, you know, a, a wide variety of sources, Chris. <laughs> uh, there has been some magnificent hyperbole coming out of the mouths of frustrated, stranded passengers. Now, I'm not saying that this has been pleasant for anyone who's been displaced, but let's get this into some kind of perspective. One, they didn't endure a fiery death as their planes plummeted <laughs> out of the sky, so that's something straight away. And two, it's not been a tragedy. It's been uncomfortable, yes. It's been inconvenient, certainly. But you've been delayed. You're not dead. And there was one man on the news, on the BBC News, who describes being on holiday on a beach in Malta and realising that he and his wife couldn't get their flight home. He then went on to explain that they'd, uh, on an impromptu... Wim hired a coach with some fellow Brits and had driven back to England with a trip on the ferry involved there too. And he chose to explain that little adventure like this. It was like Dunkirk and the great escape rolled into one. <laughs> no, it wasn't, Andy. It wasn't like either of those things for him, unless they were being chased by Nazis and fleeing their certain death. <laughs> if that was the case, I absolutely apologise, because it seems they really have had the holiday from hell. But if it isn't, he needs to be a bit more careful with the analogies he draws. <laughs> Later on in the interview, he once again compared the renting of the coach as the Dunkirk spirit. Does... Maybe, maybe, maybe what's going on here is... I mean, does he know what actually happened at Dunkirk, Andy? <laughs> Maybe he thinks it was just a bunch of British holidaymakers who'd been inconvenienced by a French ferry strike. Well, that's, that is, you know, to be fair, in order to keep secrecy during the war, that is how it was reported at the time, <laughs> I think. <laughs> All the news reports I saw featured lots and lots of British people describing the difficulties they'd been experiencing and all beaming with happiness. <laughs> we just love this shit, Andy. I guess it gives us something to legitimately moan about and nothing makes us happier than being put out and rising above it. <laughs> it's a triumphant feeling that has been lost from our tragic lack of another decent world war. But particularly when we can do that in a warmer country than Britain. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was a week of people learning to travel across land and sea again. It was a nostalgic throwback to a simpler, slower time. Though I did find all the uh, uh, news stories about the hardships faced by professional athletes a little hard to stomach, though. <laughs> Look at these poor, poor millionaires forced <laughs> to travel by first-class rail. <laughs> Heroes. All of them. <laughs> There, there are now some worries that a second, much larger neighbouring volcano in Iceland may now also erupt. It's, oh, like, on it's a... like Jaws, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Only more so. <laughs> well, it's also it's like on a school bus when one little kid throws up, and it might set the fat kid off, and then everyone's <laughs> in trouble. <laughs> Is that did that happen on one of your school trips, John? <laughs> it did happen. <laughs> Were you either of those two kids? You're... I wasn't, <laughs> but I did witness it happen. Really, you didn't. And it... It was spectacular. <laughs> it was on the way to Whipsnade Zoo. Oh, well. well. There you go. Thank you for listening to Top Stories. Do support what we do at The Bugle by donating via thebuglepodcast.com. Premium tier subscribers can now get an exclusive 12-inch vinyl episode of the show. If you're listening in Apple, you can just click the button to support us right now. Goodbye. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety god what a hot sell this is i mean you 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 must be so excited listen now